0: Okay, so when I clap, that's when we'll start. So, I'm gonna make it look. I'll take my food out. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the JPAV podcast. I put on my headphones. So, in this special episode, y'all have seen him before, we've got my buddy-o-pal Malone over here on the podcast, so we're gonna talk about, you know Malone likes the, the video form of it a little bit, so today, I'm not a whole lot sure what we're talking about yet, but we've got Malone on here, if y'all are watching on YouTube, um, say hi to Malone, but uh, yeah, so we're, I'm gonna hand it a little bit over to Malone, and we're gonna talk about whatever we're gonna talk about here.
1: Okay, so... As someone who is interested in low-budget filmmaking, as someone who wants to make a low-budget film, uh, I've been doing a lot of research recently into what exactly, what type of camera you would want to use for low-budget filmmaking. So the type of stuff that I want to talk about today is what I think the best one that you can buy right now is, and then as far as cheaper options uh that's kind of when I what I want to discuss and I want to see exactly like you know how these things have been used or a show how they've been used and exactly uh what they should and shouldn't be used for and like what quality they are especially based on their price ranges I'm trying to find the best ones for the uh, for whatever their price range is because you know I'm aiming for about a $1,500 camera, but that's going to take me a while to save up for, and for somebody who doesn't have the patience for that, or just simply it's not feasible for them to save up for that long to buy something like that, I'm going to try and present some more affordable options. So that's kind of what the plan is here today, and I have some examples of where some of these cameras have been used, or where this type of camera has been used, that type of stuff. So, that's basically what I want to talk about. Uh, as far as John Paul is aware, uh, you know, he's, of course, he knows at least a little bit about cameras and uh, audio, as this is an AV podcast. <clears throat> so, I'm going to throw some out some names that he, at least he will be aware of, if not that he will know pretty well so, John Paul, the first camera I want to talk about, and probably the one that I will be purchasing, is the Sony A7C. Are you aware of this?
0: Yes, I think we talked about this a couple of days ago. I know that one, um, I don't know if it's more budget-friendly, but I know there's the A7S, the A7 series, but then there's the A7C. That one came out, like, what, two years ago? Oh. Uh, who- I think it was October of 2020, I believe, when that's came out. But I know I don't know if that's like the more budget friendly one, like the the iPhone SE of cameras. But I don't, I'm not too familiar with that one. I know the the legendary A7 and A7S series, but I don't know about that one. I know that one's fairly new.
1: Yeah. So the A7 is, or the A since for Alpha, it's a part of an A well A7 or the A7C. I mean, is a part of the A7 series, which has been going since 2014. And uh, the A7 II was actually used to shoot a movie back in 2018, or mm. the A7S II. And they, they've kind of done away with the S as far as newer models go. Here, I'm going to show some shots from that movie to John Paul real quick.
0: Oh, wow. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so one of the best parts of the look of the A7C, or the one that specifically was used for this movie, is the A7S II. Uh, one of the best parts of that look is that it is full frame. There's, n- It's not uh, any specific aspect ratio that there's going to be black bars on it. It's a full frame camera, and that's just a screen cap. Uh, i got another one, too just to show off like this camera is as much as it's oh that's not That doesn't look very good just because i pulled it off of the internet and the blacks aren't showing up very good because it's the internet oh yeah but just to show that like you don't have to buy a five thousand dollar camera to make it look look good Mm -hmm. or you don't have to buy a sony venice for two thousand or twenty thousand (laughs) dollars or whatever you can buy something like an a7 S2 which i think goes for about uh 1000 now.
0: Mhm.
1: Uh let me look that up real quick. Yeah, you can buy you can buy an A7S2 for less than $1000. Really? A, a S2?
0: Mhm, S2. That which came out in 2014? 2017.
1: The first one came oh. out in 14. Oh wow. Uh or 2017. I think it was 2017. 2015, sorry. Mhm. Uh, but they shot a full movie on it in 2018, and the movie does not look subpar as far as camera quality goes.
0: I remember you telling me that the 3, or maybe it's the A7 three, not the A7S three, but you told me the either one or the other, the 3, was like the, the big generational bump, wasn't it? The big um, leap in performance.
1: Yeah, the 3 was like a huge... It had an, a huge impact on uh, everything, because... It had so many features at a price range that really hadn't been seen before. There were, It just had a lot of extra features. I have not had the benefit of actually playing with any of these cameras because I'm poor. <laughs> but it has, I mean, it's the full-frame mirrorless, but then it also has a lot of other stuff that just, like, dual SD cards. You can put two SD cards in it. And well, does-
0: What benefit would that be?
1: So if you're shooting something and you run out of space on one SD card, it doesn't stop your shoot. It'll just move over to the other SD card. So yeah, I mean, it's, and you didn't see something like that on a, on a camera that price. So it, and I mean, Canon and all of these other companies have been furiously trying to catch up and they're starting to now. But at the time, I mean, this thing was it was revolutionary for what cameras were, what this type of camera was at the time. And now you have the a seven, uh, four, which is Mm. extremely good. If you want to see a good demonstration of how this is used, uh, a YouTuber that I really like, his name's Patrick Tomaso. He has a short film called the fish. It's a horror short film. Uh, and he shot it entirely on the Sony a 74 and it just looks fantastic. And I'm sure, a, you know, a, a lot of that is due to editing, as with a lot of movies. But it just, it looks so clean and crisp and has that full-frame mirrorless look that, I mean, my camera is, a I don't know that mine's a full-frame, but I know mine's a mirrorless and has... Uh, it's, you know, it's like a low budget version of a lot of what a lot of those other mirrorless cameras are, but yeah, that's the, that's as far as Sony's go, I would suggest depending on your budget. So for, uh, an A7C, you're looking at about 1600 bucks, depending on where you buy it from. Uh, and as far as, and depending on, you know, if you get a bunch of lenses or whatever with it, but like the body itself is at, uh, at Best Buy right now, I think for, nope, that's not it. I, I, uh, the body itself is 1600 at Best Buy. And then you have the a7 III, which is sub 2000 but is about $300 more expensive. Uh, It's about 1900 uh, ish depending on again on what all you want to have with it and where you buy it from like if you buy it from uh, like used like new on ebay or something you're gonna get a lot better price than something like best buy and then the a 7 is between 2,000 uh 2,500 bucks it's definitely the best one just because it's look is it looks amazing but if you don't want to spend $2,000 like me, uh, you ha- you have that option there.
0: So the A7, um, there's the A7S4, is the new one, the A7S4 also. So what would be the difference between like the A7 three and the A7S three performance and like how much it costs?
1: So as far as the S's go, they've pretty much, as far as the 4, I believe they've done away with the S. Yeah, the there is no S4 and I don't believe there's an S3 either. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that was just one on. No, there is an S3. Yeah, but I was about to say. It's a oh god! It's <laughs> it's thirty five hundred bucks. Or not thirty? Yeah, thirty five hundred. New
0: or like from eBay?
1: Uh, it came out two years after the A7 III. Hmm. I yeah, it came out in 2020. So it's not even like a video version of the one we had before. It's another camera in the line. And I think it's kind of a big step up from the other one. But as far as the S3, I didn't even know it really existed, so I can't really tell you what to expect as far as that goes. But as far as the A7C, you're getting, uh, you know, it goes it goes up to 4K, but it's a downscaled image from a 6K, so it looks better than most 4K images so, and videos.
0: I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but I know in projectors there's something called uh, before. So back in like 2017, back in like 2017, the 1080P was like the equivalent of like the 4K. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, um, 4K projectors are very expensive, and uh, a lot of people wanted 4K projectors but didn't want to spend the price on them. So there was something called 4K e-shift. It was like 1080p and a half, so it took um, 4K pixels, um, but I think it was cut them in half or something like that, so I, I forget what it was, but it was 1080p, like if you go on the website, like let's say Epson, uh, no, like a, I don't know, like the one I want to get, it's called the Epson 5050, it doesn't mean anything to you, but mm-hmm. it's like $2,000, you can probably get it used, but it's on Epson's website, it's, or it's going to say like 1080p, but it's not 1080p, It's 4k e-shift so i don't know if this is what you're talking about like it'd be like the equivalent of like uh 6k e-shift it's like 4k and a half is that that pretty much what you're saying
1: yeah it's similar so on the a7c you can you can shoot at this uh 4k what but it's it's called downscaling and so it captures it in 6k and stores it in 4k so you get a six and basically it's it's like 4k it's like 5k basically is what Mm. you're getting because it's score it's stored in a 4k format but it is shot in 6k so it looks better uh and you can shoot at 24 frames per second the only downside to this camera that i would say is if you don't Want or if you are wanting to shoot a lot of slow-mo, a lot of stuff in slow motion, this isn't really the camera for you because it has, I mean, it has good frame rates, but not for super slow motion. And that's the biggest problem with it is uh, slow motion. And then as far as the a7 III, it also, like, if you want to shoot slow motion, I wouldn't suggest going for it. But the the a7 III is really friggin' good. Like, I would highly, highly suggest it. To have seen what's been shot on this camera and how good it looks, like, it just simply looks incredible. For the price range especially, like, all the features you get on it, you want to get a camera that you'll grow into, not a camera that will limit you. Mm-hmm. So, as far as this goes, like, you can definitely... I mean, a a pro can grow into a camera like this just because there's so much stuff to experiment with. And it's good for, like, you know, moving around those handheld shots. Uh, It's great for YouTube, but it's also good if you want to do a low budget movie, like I was talking about. This is what this is for. This has full frame, which is going to be, uh, you know, very good if you're kind of aiming for a cinematic look you'll want that full-frame look Uh, whether it be a YouTube video or an actual movie you can you can make stuff look really good with these cameras and the a7 IV if you're willing to spend the money for it is I mean it's for the money you're getting again amazing price you of course, you get the interchangeable lenses and stuff like that, and you can push the boundaries of low-budget filmmaking with this thing, as Patrick Tommaso demonstrated with The Fish. Like, uh, because it's a YouTube short film, I couldn't really pull any uh, any shots from it, but I'm going to scroll through and just kind of show, like, here's what this camera can do, and I'm pretty sure this is naturally lit as well, which I talked about. The last time I was on the podcast is natural lighting. Hmm. Let me show this real quick. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, you can do a lot for $2,000. And you can do a lot with either of these cameras. I've not gotten the benefit to watch uh, The Possession of Hannah Grace yet, which was the one shot on the uh, A7S two, But I have gotten the benefit of watching the fish, and it just looks incredible to be shot on a $2,000 camera. Like, it's just... It's amazing.
0: So, um, I know there's the... the a, uh, I could be wrong, but uh, the A7 and the A7S. To me, I think the A7S could be, I from what I've seen, is mainly used for video. Are they both for, like, doing uh, videos, or is one better than the other? Is How is one series different or slash better than the other?
1: So... As far as the other two, the first two, you have the A7 and the A7S, and then the A7 II and the A7S II. The A7S II is better for video. They, they were uh, directly targeted at A7 is better for photographs, and uh, the A7S is better for video. But once the three came along, they streamlined it into one camera so the s3 isn't like oh this one's a better choice for video people it's this one is an improvement upon what we've already made and that was the same and now they don't even have an s for the four i'm sure they'll probably do a similar thing where they come out with an s4 two or three years later before coming out with the uh s5 or the a5 or a75 lord i'm losing it uh (laughs) But, like, this A, the A7 IV just came out earlier this year, so I'd say they probably had two different people working on the cameras. It's kind of like when you have, I'll use video games for an example, you have one, you have your main crew working on God of War, Uh, I'll go back to, like, the early God of War series before the reboot and everything you have one team working on god of war 3 while you have a minor team working on a god of war spinoff game for playstation portable it's the i'd, I'd assume it's a similar thing where they have one team working on the a7s3 and one team working on the a74 hmm. but yeah i would uh highly suggest those but if you're going hey so i am extremely poor a situation I often face as someone who doesn't have like a full part-time job uh, I work once a week at a free clinic, so I'm not making bank either, so you're thinking, hey I don't have very much money, I want to be able to shoot something like this, but I don't want to have to spend a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars well my friends, do I have the solution for you? So, as far as cameras go under 1000 get the a7S II. Get the a... Like, that is the choice. It is $900, so it's very close to $1,000. But it is... I mean, a movie shot on it. It's incredible. For the price point, for for the time it was made, the Sony a7S II is Fantastic! Please, please choose that one.
0: Um, yeah, you can get a <laughs> cheaper. Um, you can get Sony Alpha. I'm looking at it right here. The A7S II. Oh, and that's an auction. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a filter. Um, I always forget to do this stuff. Buy it now. Okay, we don't want to do auctions. Yeah, about a thousand if you want the. Something like that. Um, All yeah. the
1: whistles and buttons, or the yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I'm eight seventy five for well after shipping nine hundred dollars for the body. Um, yeah, you'll need a lens too, but yeah, nine hundred dollars. And when you're when you're talking about any camera, it's always the body. You never include the price with the lens, but that's pretty good. Yeah, another eight hundred dollars. Um, well, I
1: mean, it's nine hundred from. Best Buy new right now. Yeah. I think it's because of their Christmas sale or whatever. But if you bought it from Best Buy right now, it would be $900. You...
0: I know I spelled it wrong. Uh,
1: Yeah. 900.
0: Oh yeah, 900. I'm sure you can see that in his shot. I don't know. Hey, um... No, you kind of (laughs) can.
1: Yeah, so the A7S II is by far on sale I, from
0: fifteen hundred. Well, that's probably going to stay that way, but yeah, we'll just say a thousand. We'll just say a thousand.
1: But if still, you're, if you're going, hey, I'm too poor for that. I understand you. Uh, I am partial to Panasonic cameras. That's what I have. Is about a five hundred dollar Panasonic camera right now. Uh, I wouldn't suggest getting mine for movies. Or something like that, just because it's nice, but it's meant mostly for photography. Oh, yeah. Or it is... Actually, I take that back. I'm pretty sure it's a videography camera, but it's, you know, it's a $500 camera. There's only so much quality you can get out of it at that price point, and only so much you can do with the camera itself. Uh, So the Lumix G7 is good. uh, From what I hear, again, poor, so I haven't gotten to play with any of these. But it is, I mean, it's nice. It's got a pretty, pretty nice lens on it, basically. It's $600, so as far as camera goes, cameras, like good cameras, good. If you don't, if you're saying no, I don't want that. I don't want your Panasonic crap. Uh, I, I, Let me direct you towards the Nikon D5600. This one, honestly, it's $100 more expensive, but I would say it's objectively better than the Panasonic. I like it a lot. It's, uh, I mean, it's, you can get beautiful shots out of this thing. You can make it look really nice if you want to. As far as, I mean, as far as sub $1,000 cameras, that's one of the best you're gonna see now. Sony has a uh about a nine hundred dollar camera standard standardly, so you could probably find it for cheaper. And is a Sony A sixty
0: four hundred. Uh I heard of that. That's a mirrorless camera, right? Yeah. I, I was believe- looking at that. I'm trying to get the Canon M six for a second camera. Um I'm using your phone. <laughs> but um Um the uh Sony was a little bit more than I was willing to spend, but that, I, all the videos I watched that the six thousand was what I was looking for, but the sixty four hundred is four generations better, I believe. But yeah, that's a yeah, that's a pretty popular. That's a good one.
1: So this one has full HD uh, filming up to one hundred and twenty frames per second, which is good, especially if you want to shoot something in slow motion. Uh, and as far as photos, you can take ultra HD four K
0: photos at sixty
1: uh photos so like still frames but I mean that's uh that's a good it's a good good price for a nice cinematic camera I mean again you're getting a good shot out of this thing it looks fantastic for a sub $1,000 camera but you know options are good people like options uh I would say that the canon eos series whatever you choose to go for in that or the canon i believe it's the eos rebel uh is nice it's canon's good they reach a similar level of quality to those sony cameras they're constantly trying to it's like competition between those two so i would say you can never go wrong with a Uh, Canon. Canons are nice. You can get them between 600 and a thousand dollars and get good quality out of them. Uh, The Fujifilm X-T32 is also good. Uh, It's a mirrorless camera so you can replace all the lenses and on it and every or not so but you can replace the lenses on it and everything. It has this one I would suggest more for a YouTuber type but If you like it it is good it's a it's marketed as a cinematic camera so I mean you have that marketing there it's good I would suggest it if you are willing to pay I wouldn't suggest it over the Sony a6400 which is about the same price or the Canon EOS but if you just happen to want a Fujifilm camera or you really want a sports finder mode, it's again, specifically I would say for YouTubers, it's better for YouTubers than it would be for something actually cinematic. So it's nine hundred dollars. But again, I will repeat this over and over and over again. I mean, you're 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 getting you're getting the best quality of that a7s2. If I'm going to be 100% honest, because even though it's older, it still has all those quality things. Uh, Yeah, the dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Little ASMR there. Um, It still has all the quality things. You know, because it was marketed as a higher-end camera and two versions of three have come out since then, so you have less reason to buy the old one. But if you're not willing to spend over $1,000, that's good. If you're willing to spend right at um, $1,000 or like a little bit above, the Blackmagic Pocket Cinematic Camera uh, is a 4K camera. It's good. If you buy it used, you can buy it for about $1,000. If you wanna buy it new, it's about uh, 1300 according to this article, but I'm gonna look that up real quick
0: you're looking what up
1: uh the black magic pocket cinema camera
0: I've heard of that that one's that's pretty good,
1: yeah, yeah
0: about thirteen hundred <coughs> bucks mm. standardly thirteen hundred twelve hundred depending I think it's cool that Sony offers a series of cameras that you can use for cinematic movies that's that doesn't break the bank you need yeah. to like compromise just enough where it won't affect what you're of course I know a problem with some cheaper ones is that the the battery. Uh, no, no, the phone will get kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I think that's crazy. $1,000 so, and you can record a movie.
1: That's one of the nicest things about the A7C or the A7 series in general. They don't overheat often. Uh, they I've never heard anyone talk about them actually overheating, which is a nice feature because if your camera starts overheating, you have to stop no matter what because you can't take shots. But if you have a camera that doesn't overheat easily you have wiggle room with how much you want to shoot how long you're going to shoot etc uh i mean it's yeah that's that's what i think as far as low budget cinema cameras but i mean people who have like the last two generations of iPhones like when did they in- introduce cinematic mode 12th
0: uh it was the 13 which would have been last year 2021
1: okay so if you have a 13 or 14 uh pros preferably because those have the three lenses in it and it mm-hmm. looks better that way
0: i don't know if the i think it's only in the pros i could be wrong um i know i
1: oh yeah because i think it's what that third lens does is add that cinematic well, ultra wide it it. does the ultra wide ultra wide yeah
0: which camera oh no 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 um I'm just going to say, does iPhone 13 have cinematic mode? I mean, like, when I say iPhone 13, I know a lot of people just say, do you have the 13? I'm talking about specifically the 13, not, like, the whole broad spectrum. Yeah. 13 have uh, cinematic modes.
1: Okay, yeah, so you can use it on just the 13, standardly. It it, it is
0: on the regular 13 with two cameras, right?
1: Yeah, so you can use it on the 13, the 13 mini, the 13 pro, pro max, 14+, 14, 14 plus the pro and the pro max. I mean, you know, obviously the pros and the pro maxes are gonna have the better cameras on them.
0: The I know the this isn't per se mean double the uh performance but or quadruple but last year's was twelve megapixels. It's been twelve megapixels since twenty fifteen I think or twenty fourteen whatever. They just upped it to forty eight on the Pro oh series on this one. So i was I was watching the event back in October before I bought this, and it's like forty eight doesn't exactly mean quadruple it means that I don't know how to explain it it's um it's probably like two times better, not four times, because I sound like 48 from 12. It's gonna be four times better. Yeah, but it's not. It's I can definitely tell the difference between um, like Carson with somebody at school. Oh yeah, he's on the podcast. Carson's 13, and this one it's it's a little bit smoother and it's sharper. Like a you know how when like you shoot in the dark and it, it, the screen is real noisy. Mm-hmm. This one like, and this in this camera here when it's showing you because if you're watching on YouTube right now you can see Malone when he talks. It, it, on camera, it looks a lot brighter than the room actually is because that also has to do with the megapixel count and it's, um, and just shoot better. Like, I mean, sometimes I'll look over here and see how good it looks. I'm like, I mean, this room is, I mean, I've got dim lights in the lamp, but it looks really good. I don't know how that had anything to do with it, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, and there have been several movies shot on iPhone.
0: Oh, yeah. The, uh, a- Apple advertises. Shot on cinematic mode, and they'll show clips from, I think, um, I I forget what company. Um, What's the company that does Looney Tunes? It's like W. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. They're shooting, I don't know if it's a whole movie, because I doubt someone that big would shoot just on a phone. But one of those companies, it it might be Warner Bros. uh, just doing a short clip, but one of those big companies are doing a movie just from the 14 Pro. I mean, like, you can do it, and a lot of it's in the editing room, too. You do cinematic mode and then Adobe Premiere or whatever, but, I mean, I fully think this phone is capable of shooting a movie because um, when the last two that I've posted on YouTube, the first one was um, episode 10, which was Best Tech Gifts for Christmas, which I think that was a cheesy podcast anyway. That was shot all on my 14 Pro Max and Malone's angle is shot fully on the 14 Pro Max and my angle is fully shot on his Google Pixel 6.
1: Google Pixel 6a with a crack in the in the 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 screen protector over the camera so sometimes the light looks weird on it. That's okay. It doesn't right now but sometimes when I take like pictures with my friends it looks it looks a little funky.
0: (laughs) But I... $1,100 $1,100 before tax, and you're getting a good phone. You're getting a good, great camera. I was surprised. I'm like, and there's something called um, action mode. I've got a video. Um, I can. Oh, see- yeah,
1: you showed me that I'll where s- it, like, stables it out, I'll right? see if
0: I can put it over the YouTube video. But I was chasing my dog, and I had action mode on, and I'm running full sprint. My hand is going up and down, like, you know, I'm running. Mm-hmm. And it just looks super straight, like I've got a gimbal or something. It's just, like, fully... So that was shot uh, on an iPhone in
1: twenty eighteen.
0: What what do you know which iPhone? Twenty eighteen, I'm assuming that'd be the iPhone ten.
1: I'm not sure, but I mean, we're talking this movie's shot on iPhone before cinematic mode and oh, yeah. it looks good. Uh yeah. it was shot by Steven Soder or I don't know the DP on it, but I know the director Steven Soderbergh, and he shot a couple movies on uh iPhones And not even modern iPhones. Like, he's shot them on old iPhones, entirely on old iPhones. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely possible to just use your phone. Because, I mean, a lot of what you see in movies, that's done in editing rooms. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, it's color grading and making the colors. You can make colors look the way you want them to, even though they don't look like that in real life. Even when they're shooting it. Uh, I mean, of course, some movies just look good raw and don't need that extra, extra, a bunch of extra stuff applied in the editing room, like the Batman just naturally had a good look to it that was polished in the editing room.
0: I could sound funny saying this, but I'm going to give two examples. The first one you're probably not going to be too familiar with, but... Well, no, anyway. Before the examples, I'm going to say um, you can get an iPhone, whatever, like I have, and you can do a ton of editing in it and make it look just like a red camera. You know, there's $20,000 cameras. Mm-hmm. Or you can get a red camera and do nothing to it and it looks that good. You can get something that's not as good, edit it a ton, and make it look like something that's more expensive. One of the two examples is when I play drums at church, They the low toms, those do like an inner sand menu, you know, the do, 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 that's done on like an 18 inch tom. And that's the the low impact bass. And um, at my church, they have a they have a um, I think it's a fourteen, and you have to tune it super low, like barely you can uh, barely the screws are like barely tightened to make it sound like a eighteen. But a natural eighteen is going to sound like that. And the second one is. Some people, I, I might be wrong, but maybe some people might try to tune an electric guitar to sound like a bass, and you have to do a ton of tuning to that guitar. It's not naturally supposed to be like that, but a bass is just naturally like that. So so
1: yeah. usually with something like that, you wouldn't tune it to be like a bass because you would probably break your strings whenever oh, you... Oh, yeah, it's too low. When whenever you tuned it back up, it mm. would your strings would probably snap, depending on how mm. fast. But even then, that's a lot of change for your strings to go through. Uh, but... So the song seven Nation Army" by the White Stripes—it's the down 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 down. You know that song? Oh yeah. It's uh he used a pedal to make his guitar sound like a bass because it's a two-person band. He sings and plays guitar, and his at the time wife, they've since divorced, uh, was playing drums. So it's that type of thing. Also, that uh, shot I showed you—the whole movie was shot on iPhone 7 Plus no way it came out in 2018 but yeah shot on iphone 7 plus Plus. and he said the reason uh he did it is so that they could shoot in like close quarters and everything but yeah i mean this whole episode i'm kind of defeating the purpose by going you don't need to buy one of these cameras but you really don't like it's not i'm going to because i want to a camera I want a camera to shoot on. I don't want to be doing it all with my phone, but I also want to get a specific look out of it. I want that full frame look. Uh, and, and it I, is
0: tough cuz when you have I want to move to actual camera too. I'm not complaining with this, but with this, you got to plug it into your computer, sync it to your computer. But $15 you can get an SD card reader, put it somewhere, just take the SD card out of your camera, SSD whatever, SSD card out of your camera, plug it in here and boom, it's on here. It's just simple copy and paste copy and paste this you gotta plug it in the computer Uh, and I
1: mean um, you also have the ability to put lenses on cameras. oh yeah you get and yeah that's the biggest part for me is the ability to customize the look of what I'm shooting at the time without having to go into the editing room and change it
0: with this you've got 0.5 one two and if you zoom in anymore it's probably going to look bad but the, with that the cool things with the lens is it's glass so it's not going to look any more uh, distorted when you try to zoom in it's just glass it's yeah. just bouncing off glass it's not like the camera's trying any harder to zoom in
1: and i mean even with some cameras like mine mine has an extremely good zoom on it with just the lens that's already on it but i mean if you don't want to buy a camera or can't afford to and have a phone with a halfway decent camera Like, the fact that a movie that was shown in theaters by a well-known director was shot on an iPhone 7 Plus shows that any camera with an iPhone 7 Plus or better equivalent camera, I mean, it can look like a movie. So, I mean, those are your choices. If you want to get a camera, $1,000 or less, A7S uh, between... Uh, uh, between 2000 and 1000 go for the A7-3 or the A7-C, depending on what you want to spend. And then 2000 or more, A7-4, all the way. Uh, but if you don't want to spend any money, use your phone. You can do it. It's possible. We're
0: doing this whole YouTube video on our phones. Yeah. It's probably going to take me like three days to edit, but it's okay because i got to get her done. <laughs>
1: get her done.
0: Get her done.
1: Well, I think that's literally all I have to say. So
0: Awesome. Well, I've learned a lot, and I hope you all have enjoyed this podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube like you've heard several times. It's... Um, you get to see my face. Yeah. You don't just get to hear his face. You get to see it, too. <laughs> yeah, hear my face. <laughs> but... Um, I think it's yeah, it's the J uh, JPAV podcast. Just like um, I'm a, it's on the screen. I'm Malone's. I'm Malone's camera. I'm... Continue. <laughs> well, JPAV podcast on YouTube just started it, a couple episodes worth. Uh, but yeah, y'all go subscribe, support the channel. Um, I I really wanted to start the video for him so you could physically have that option to see what we're doing. But, uh, yeah, I hope to see y'all Friday. We're going to try to bring out a banger on this one. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll see y'all later. Have a great rest of your day. See ya. Goodbye. Okay, that's well.
1: Dope. Dope.